Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. It is the return of Corey. Hello, Corey. How are you? Not too bad. How are, how are everybody? Thank you, Doug and Tyler. Absolutely. Tyler is back. James is taking a week off. He needed some me time. He's had a lot of personal stuff going on, and he needed a little bit of a breather. So he's getting a breather because you know what? It's all about family and, and stuff first. Fantasy football second for us. I know for you sycophants that are listening at home, you're all fantasy football all the time. And that's cool, too. We are here for you. It's been a crazy week. Uh, we had some overtime games. We had some pretty notable injuries in this week. And that's uh, not good. If you're a fan of running backs this year, it's already been bad. It's about to get worse. Not not great. Uh, but before we get into all of that stuff, I wanted to let you know that we are brought to you once again by our friends at Manscaped.com, the best in men's grooming. If you're looking for the perfect tool to to tailor your jewels it's all about manscaping not only will you look great you'll feel fresh you'll smell great you're going to have the tools to do your nose and your ears you're just going to look great maybe you've got a date that you're going on you want to make a good first impression you're trying to get lucky on that first date guess what you can totally do that if you use manscaped so go on manscaped.com today use code dhh for 20 percent off you're going to get the lawnmower 4.0 with the wireless charger, the weed whacker, which is your nose and ear trimmer, the crop preserver, the crop cleanser, the crop reviver. Oh, yeah, it is going to get funky <laughs> when you use that manscaper. Code DHH for 20% off manscaped.com today. All right, let's get into some of this injury news, and then we're just going to we're just going to talk shop, the three of us, and it's going to be uh, a little. We're not doing game by game. We're just going to talk about football. Mixing up a little bit, trying to find our groove here during the season. You know, dynasty is always a challenge during the season. The off season is easy to talk about, right? That's I love the off season in dynasty more than I love in season, which may sound weird, but I think a lot of people are nodding their heads and being like, "I totally get it." Um, but let's talk some injuries first. So we've had some running back injuries. It's not first on the show sheet, but it's first for me. Javante Williams apparently suffering a major knee injury. He was seen on crutches after the game. Um, this is in the third quarter that he hurt himself against the Raiders. Um, no news about the severity, but we have heard things trickle out in the Twitter streets about it being a possible severe knee injury. Melvin Gordon fumbled this week. He ended with, I think, uh, negative points on the week or something like that. Um, yeah. or did he, yeah, he ended up with negative points, but Mike Boone, the Minnesota Viking preseason legend, I've always liked Mike Boone. He's always been on my deep dynasty rosters. Um, he filled in for the most part for Javante. So obviously a name to grab if he's available in your dynasty leagues. Obviously we want to wait and hear on the news on Javante. Tyler, you're, you've been close to Mike Boone in the past because he was a Viking backup and uh, had the juice or the oomph, if you will. So uh, first of all, Javante going down stinks. He's like the what RB3 in dynasty Yeah, right now I mean in startup. I mean, this this summer, he was ahead of Najee by one spot. He was all the hotness ahead of Brees Hall. And, you know, even that was... And they re-signed Melvin, Melvin, and it cooled yeah. a little bit. It just a, just a little, but I remember there was an episode you were even surprised over the Javante still over Najee, mm -hmm. despite the signing. And, you know, that's probably due to age and all the analytical stats of how, how many break, broken tackles he has and how good he is in space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this this stinks, and if it's an ACL, it's it's really going to diminish his dynasty value. 100%. Uh, I it sucks for him as a player because there was a breakout coming soon. But we're here to talk about dynasty value, which which kind of sucks in the end. But the classic what, Tyler is guy gets hurt, Tyler makes low ball offer. Oh, hundred percent. All I'm right, just going. Checking, just checking. Yeah, just I checking. mean you know you know me, Washer and Of course I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is this is definitely a buy window. He's still very young. You're still going to have, I I feel, an elite season. But remember, if it is an ACL, the year following will be kind of a trial by error type season like we've always seen with a lot of players. So it won't be till the year after next year when we'll see him really 
fully He'll be, be a ripe old like 24, 25. He'll yeah. Be yeah. What an old ass. Corey, so, any <laughs> Corey, any interest in Mike Boone? He's he's probably available in most dynasty leagues unless they're like really deep rosters. Again, Tyler, you've seen Mike Boone play, but Corey, are you are you rushing out in your deeper leagues and trying to acquire Mike Boone? I mean, no. I'm not, to put it the plain and simple. I mean, if Gordon's going to have these continuous fumble issues, it's going to beg the question, what are the Broncos going to do at the position? So on their practice squad, they have one running back, and that is Divine Ozigbo, the guy that I believe was oh, he's been, the he's Jaguars. Been everywhere. Yeah, he's been yeah. on the Pats, too. Wow. And the Saints. But maybe that's a guy, a quick one, two week guy. Maybe you try to pick up. But I mean, if the Broncos are going to be competing, they're not going to just make it work with Melvin. It begs the question if there's going to be a big trade coming. They're not big trade, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's, there's plenty of teams that aren't doing great that could move a piece for sure. David Montgomery, if he's not too seriously Ooh. injured, would be interesting. That what about Justin Fields? He's the running back, right? <laughs> How many uh, carries <laughs> did he have today? Seven, I think. Yeah, yeah it was we'll like it. a ton. Yeah, it it's wasn't great. Time. Uh, the other big injury, and again, we don't know much about this injury, but it's feared that Jonathan Taylor may have a potential high ankle sprain. And when a running back has a high ankle sprain, it is not good. It's a short week. They play on Thursday. Uh, Frank Reich said he's not sure yet. We'll see how things happen tomorrow morning. Um, kind of ironic. Taylor missed the first practice of his football career this week wow. and then um, gets hurt. Dating he had 20 carries in this old. game. Yeah, he had 20 carries in this game. He couldn't do much of anything. Uh, the, the Colts offense is just not great. Um, but we should see more information available. They're yeah. going to get all the uh, proper tests on it. Um, and they go to Denver for Thursday Night Football. So even if Jonathan Taylor was healthy, it's not a great matchup. Although the Raiders kind of ran all over Denver. And I'll talk about that later. Um, so Jonathan, do we, we know Naheem Hines is the pass catcher. He's obviously not going to be the lead guy there. Uh, so Corey, who else is on that roster? Darius, what was it Darius Jackson? Dion, I just, I just dropped Dion. him in, in, oh. UD, in UDPL, right? You fool! I mean, I'm cursed. I'm cursed in that league. Who would have thought? I did. Yeah, I should have seen it coming. Dion Jackson, and then they have a practice guy, uh, squad guy, Devonte Price, who I believe is a rookie. So not much. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, I don't know. Maybe what they're going to try to do offensively. Maybe try to get Paris Campbell. Uh, involved a little more at the line of scrimmage. I'm It'll guessing turn the dust. <laughs> they got, or or they. I mean, there's still some. You know, maybe they're in the in the market to make a trade. Yeah, I, are they, I mean, are, that, are they that a good whole, team? That whole division is wide open. That's What's, the thing. That, yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about Derrick Henry coming back. I mean, to they life. just beat the Chiefs last week, and they were in that. They were down early, but they came back in that game and had shots to win. Pittman had two. So yeah. close, like back-to-back play mm-hmm. touchdowns in the end zone. My my question is, if that's they where you have to go pass happy, which I would think Frank Reich would be like, okay, we'll we'll run, we'll we'll run by passing. So Naheem Hines will get targets like crazy. Sure. My question is, will Matt Ryan actually last doing that through the whole season? Because he is an older guy, and you know the arm will start getting tired throughout the season. Maybe that's the route to go and then just give Jonathan Taylor 30 carries a game after he comes back. Yeah. Uh, moving on to another injury, Justice Hill of the Baltimore Ravens uh, left the game with a non-contact injury, which is never good. Uh, we all know Justice Hill came off the Achilles injury. Oh, really? uh, yeah. He, he came off the Achilles injury and, and looked really great against yeah. the Patriots. He was, he was killing the pats on the ground and had a couple of nice plays in this game. Um, so it could be JK Dobbins with a full workload unless Gus Edwards should be coming back soon. Um, so that's an interesting twist. You know, Kenyon Drake's still on the roster. No one cares. Um, but Justice Hill, he was available in some dynasty leagues. I saw people pick him up this week. So we'll have to see what happened with that injury as well as we'll know more tomorrow. Uh, in the Patriots game, you know, the Patriots were already on their QB two with Brian Hoyer. He got 15 plays into the game. Looks like he suffered a concussion. And then it was the rookie Bailey Zappi and the Pats were in that game. They lost an overtime by three. Um, you know, Zappi was a prodigious college passer at Western Kentucky. Um, in the preseason, I was like, he's just not good. They, he he managed the game okay. He had a wide-open Devontae Parker for a touchdown on a play that should have been called back because it was a delayed game penalty, but whatever. Um, so, obviously, a situation to keep an eye on there. I mean, no one's starting Hoyer or Zappi, let's be honest, in even the deepest of Superflex leagues, unless you're, like, crazy. Um, although the Pats do face the Lions this week, so <laughs> maybe, possibly you. Um, so there was an injury to Hoyer. We've got other injuries here. Isaiah McKenzie and Jamison Crowder were both hurt in week four. 
Uh, McKenzie was kind of turning into a possible every week flex. Now with both slot guys out, it could be leave room for Khalil Shakir, who had some nice plays and is a Matt Waldman favorite. Um, he's been pumping him up quite a bit. And uh, a lot of people like Shakir had a really good preseason in their camp. Uh, Tyler, what do you think about Khalil Shakir? Possibly, uh, you know, if he gets an opportunity here, does he keep it? It's just hopes that James Cook can actually catch more passes. <laughs> I mean, uh, who's, who's that? Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, the, the person who had one, one target this week, one, and they were struggling to get anything done on offense. But you know what? Let's th- let's just throw it at Zach Moss. So you know what? You guys deserve it. We can you we can, can throw Zach Moss out for sure. You guys deserve everything, everything. Yeah, the thrift shop, which, by the way, next week we have an amazing new whole entire format for you guys. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great and informative. But, yeah, like Zach Moss, uh, Singletary fumbled. And I'm sitting at home like thinking, hey, this is it. If it was James Cook, he'd be out for life. He'd be done forever. But Singletary fumbled, and he was back in. Their offense struggled like they struggled to get going against baltimore which was weird. was giving we'll, up a bajillion yards yeah. uh, and so we'll, we'll get into that game more but yeah it gives yeah, me that more game was hope. strange gives me more hope for for james cook for sure but yeah khalil shakir will get some playing time like kind of like what kyle phillips has been getting every so often with ten tennessee Sure. And speaking of Tennessee, great transition. Uh, Traylon Burks was carted off with a foot mm. injury. Again, we'll have to see what the tests reveal on that. You know, Traylon Burks, kind of the last of the first round receivers here um, to break out. And the metrics on Traylon Burks have been very, very good. They're just not using him as much as they should. But if you look at like routes run and things like that, Traylon Burks was in the top 10 in the league, which is awesome. Um, so we all felt like that, that it's coming. Like there's going to be a Traylon Burks breakout. And it didn't happen this week. He ends up getting broken out in his foot. Hopefully it's not a break broken foot. Um, but obviously a situation to monitor there, but my guy, you want to talk about tight ends? Chica Quanco scored. Yes. Nice. I, I saw the fastest that. tight end at the combine and I, I got him nice. free yeah. everywhere. I saw He's, that. And maybe uh, Delaney Walker is what he is. I definitely saw that and thought, Hmm, could be part of the new segment coming next week. Mm, you, you never know. I'm telling Teaser. you that, that Tennessee offense next year with all those young lads, is going to be decent. I hope so anyway. Um, and then DK Metcalf got carted off, but apparently it's because he <laughs> needed to poop. That's the story. I, he I tweeted it out. Wife. He's like, I was, I had a turtle head. Questionable return. I, I told my wife that, and I said, how awesome would that be? Like, you're just sitting on the couch, like, hold, raise your hand up. Oh, come on. Take come me. On. Bring in the cart. Bring in I'm the cart. Cram- I'm cramping up here. I can't move. <laughs> I'm cramping. I'm cramping. She brings, clinch. like, a Home Depot five-gallon bucket. Like, I'm cramping from clinching. <laughs> The clinch cramp. Do more Kegels, DK. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> We're not going there. Um, so that's it for, like, the major injuries. I'm sure there's probably some that we haven't hit on, and that's okay. Uh, before we get into our main dish here, the main course, the filet of – the filet. I almost said the filet of fish. I meant filet mignon. We're more filet of fish, though. Fish burger. I'll take some McDonald's. I'll take – you know what? I McDonald's is, like, last for me when it comes to fast food. I mean, like, Taco in Bell's terms of up what? top. Taco Bell's in up top. In terms of like burger places, like okay. it's Wendy's, it's Burger King, and then McDonald's. Mm. If uh, Burger King's fries were better, Burger I'd be King's happy. Burgers are the best. Oh, they 100%. are so good. What? I, I like Wendy's yeah. the best. Wendy's. Thank you. They're Absolutely, square. Wendy's. They're Who cares? You know why they're square? Because they don't cut corners, Tyler. <laughs> God, that okay. is a fact Let's, from Dave Thomas himself. No, Maybe. I'm spinning facts. I'm spinning. Google it. That's why they're square because they don't cut corners. That's... Dave Thomas, genius. Did you know that the colonel from Kentucky Fried Chicken was uh, pivotal in the founding of Wendy's? Okay. Why? Because he took all the chickens? No, the colonel <laughs> talked to Dave Thomas and like told him he should do a burger place, and he did it. Yeah, because he didn't and want he competition. Him. It was a yeah. smart move. Yeah. Did you know that Kentucky Fried Chicken started in a small gas station? That's cool. And it still I'm spitting facts. You want food facts? I'm your guy. It is I still I used cooked. to be a fat kid. It is am. still cooked in a gas station, pretty that's much. <laughs> that's 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 very true. Uh, all right, so we're going to move on. But before we do, I wanted to give a <laughs> shout-out to our longest-standing sponsor, the awesome team at Trophy Smack, who uh, maybe eventually they'll fly us out to their headquarters in L.A., and we can party uh, like rock stars because I've seen the bowling alley. I've seen the Scott Fishbowl draft there, and now I want to be there. You know what? I think we were one of their first podcasts that they sponsored. So, uh, you know, just nobody forgets their first. Pop the cherry. 
Nobody forgets their first. That is true. Uh, so make sure you go to Trophy Smack. They have everything you need from a trophy perspective to upgrade your league. Whether you're playing football, hockey's coming, basketball's coming, baseball's just wrapping up now. Congrats to uh, Albert Pujols for uh, hitting seven, over 700 home runs in his career. Did you know in his first at-bat at Bush Stadium as a rookie, he hit a home run? And his last at-bat at Bush Stadium today, he hit a home run. That's Who's crazy. That? Stuff. Albert Pujols. Oh, yeah. 702, yeah. 701. Yeah, 702, I think. So, yeah, awesome uh, for him. So if you play fantasy baseball and you're looking for a trophy for your league, head on over to Trophy Smack. You want to do a completely customizable tribute to Aaron Judge or Albert Pujols' belt or Shohei Atani or whoever helped you win your league, you can do that. They have the right trophy for you. Use code DHHRING and get a free $60 championship ring with the purchase of a trophy or belt. And this isn't a cheap ring. It's a really nice heavy-duty ring that you can feel a lot of pride and show it off like Tyler does about our championship in Trade Addict 7 last year. They also have stuff for the losers of the league. So the rest of those Trade Addicts guys, you can get a toilet seat. You can get a, a piece of plastic poop, whatever you want to do. But whatever you do, use code DHHRING to get that free ring at the checkout. All right, boys. So uh, what are we ordering for drinks before we talk about football? What's your favorite drink, Tyler? Like, to- like, and everything. Alcoholic. Oh. Um... <laughs> this is the happy hour, after all. I would say mojito. Remember, this is the first podcast with happy hour in its title. There are now three. Okay, shots fired. We are the first. Shots fired. The original. We may not be the biggest, Matthew Berry, and you know Roto Underworld's there too. They're they're doing their thing, whatever. But we are the first. So give me your drink of choice tonight, Tyler. Um, What you would be drinking if we were at a bar? You'd be a mojito. Okay, I respect that. It doesn't matter what flavor, but it has to have fresh mint. Makes all the difference. Fresh mint. Corey, what's your drink of choice? Um, I'm just born and I just stick to like a local uh, Bud Light beer that they have. <laughs> What's local to you? Where Where are you from? I am in the southwest Michigan area. I actually have Bell's in the backyard and then Founders is about 45 minutes away. Okay. I've had Founders before. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's good Shut stuff. Shut up. Grand Rapids. Nice. And then you, Doug. What are you ordering? Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a rum guy. Uh, so I'm kind of in the mood for like a rum runner. I am kind of like a fruity drink guy. Like I don't like a, like a scotch. I'm not sophisticated. 151 uh, so rum. I'll, I'll take 151. <laughs> oh I'm a sail, Sailor Jerry is my jam though. Shouts to so me. because it's fall, I would take a pumpkin spice rum. Nope. Sailor Jerry <laughs> with some apple cider. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, Kraken is very good. That's the rum. drink right now for the fall. And once and- it gets to Christmas, it's eggnog and Sailor Jerry. Eggnog is great. Boom. I will I've be never had eggnog. Eggnog oh, have it with some it Sailor Jerry, own. stir it up, put a little cinnamon on the top. Heaven. Eggnog on its own is fantastic. Yeah, Why not get a little tipsy while having some? <laughs> All right. So we want to just talk about football. So I'm going to let you t- you kick us off, Tyler. Like, let's let's talk uh, shop. For, like, let's... For, first of all, let's talk about the Thursday game. We'll, we'll start there. The two. We don't injury. want to go game by game. I, oh, I know. Yeah. I just want, I just want <laughs> so we don't Boo. forget about it. So we don't forget about it. You know, I know. This is the you kind of want to forget about it, but I watched it and I was really grossed out. That's what I'll bring up. Uh, the two ahead injury, and they're sitting there like, "Oh no, we made every we did everything right," but yet you fired the off-site physician that did the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. there's something going on here, and if Dolphins aren't another scandal, this is going to be a rough sledding for all parties, and it's going to be gross. That's all I'm going to say about it. Other than that, this offense, I didn't think it would run much differently without Tua. It does. Like Tua is that much better than Teddy, which says a lot to me because at first I'm like, ah, Tua's Tua's not great. But Tua is this offense. This offense needs Tua to actually roll. And I was shocked by that. And that actually made me be higher on Tua after all this. I do think he'll come back and play again. I don't think this will be a long-term injury. But it it sucked to watch. But I, I was actually coming away with it like, wow, Tua is actually very good and they this offense needs him what do you think about the Mostert and Edmonds split Corey yeah what do I think about it I think that the the 2023 rookie running back is going to look really good on this Miami Dolphins team is this an evergreen tweet type thing like we we say this every year Javante's the guy he's gonna be I'm just saying man um I don't know Mostert and Edmonds is cool they're obviously just not getting the the job done we all wanted Edmonds to be 
uh, potential RB1, you know, especially in this offense. But maybe at the end of the day, when you just don't have the necessary talents surrounding the system, you need to find other ways like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle pretty much taking the system over. Is T. Higgins just as good as Jamar Chase? I've, yes. We're not giving him enough. I've been it. saying T. Higgins is going to outscore Jamar Chase this year. If you, look at the, if you look at the the splits last year, the last seven or eight games of the year with T and Jamar Chase, shit, look at the Super Bowl. Like, Chase had a great Higgins Super Bowl. So Higgins scored twice. Like, if you look at fantasy points, the times that they've played together over the last 10 points, it's pretty close. I think maybe... Higgins think, is winning. I was going to say, I think Higgins might be might have him a little bit. So I Receptions, think that, yards, points. Yeah, so I think Higgins is one of those guys. I just got... Someone just offered me a trade for my a... Higgins in UDPL this week. And I was like, no, no, nah, I can't like, I, I yeah. like Deandre Swift, but I'm not going to give up Higgins in a second for him. No. no, even straight up would be very skeptical because no. we've all seen Swift running is, backs, I, 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 running yeah. backs value can literally fall off Same. insanely quick. And that's, that's why I, if, if I'm rebuilding or even if I'm in a team where I have the stud receiver in T Higgins and I get offered a guy like Swift, I love Swift. I absolutely love him. And I actually trade away in in a team today. Like I made a deal to get Chris Olave a pick in Tyler Algier just because I want my team to have these stud receivers where I'm confident. You can get ten years out of a guy. Yeah, where I'm where I'm confident, like fifteen points. If I've got a number one receiver, Higgins could have a Higgins could have a career like Mike Evans. Yeah, hundred hundred percent, and maybe even and, and maybe even better because you know Evans is. Evans is good, but T. T. Higgins is much more of a playmaker after the catch than Evans. Yeah, and we've we've seen this year. Like, if you've got these Devin Singletary type running backs, you can get by. But these receivers, if they're Mm -hmm. scoring you twenty five points a week, you're gonna dominate your your week. So that to me this year, especially, has been really eye opening. Doug, you know, I've kind of shifted away from running backs and dynasty big time, and I've. I'm kind of just really holding on to that. It, it, I'll draft them because their value is almost locked in. But after that, I will definitely trade them away. Yeah, I'm regretting. You know, when I was trying to make that trade with Memphis to move Harris, Najee, and a couple pieces to get Jefferson, and I was really close. I should have just added a little extra to get it done. You should have taken me in. Take me in the DM. <laughs> I could have gotten it done for you. Yeah. yeah. It definitely seems there's a weird thing going on in Dynasty startups where you're prioritizing the uh, the receivers over the running backs, but in rookie drafts, the running backs are prioritized somewhat first. So yeah. when is like that switch going to happen in rookie drafts where you're going to prioritize the receivers or maybe the tight ends? Before the happen. running backs, it won't happen next year. Because I'll tell you what, next oh, year's not class, next year. With Bijan, the, yeah. the receiver class is uh, like if you need a receiver, trade your twenty three pick for a receiver right now. This may like, sound this, this class. I just thought of this, and it may sound silly, but I think the reason why running backs is because there's not as production. There's not as right. many of them, and I think we're almost to the point where like so tight end right. If you have a if you have a stud tight end, you have a clear advantage from week to week. If you hit on a rookie running back that's going to carry the ball 20 times, that's a big advantage in today's NFL. Like, there's only a few of those guys left. I mean, it's you saw it today. It's Taylor who had 20 carries, Derrick Henry, and and maybe a couple of other guys. I mean, we saw Sanders have, like, a career high in carries today and Josh Jacobs. We were winding the clock back a couple of years. Um, so those guys, and that's not an every week thing. On any given week, you may have four guys with over 20 carries. Like it's And it's usually Nick Chubb. Um, so if you can get that and – if they're in a decent offense or they're a really good player, it is a, it is a big advantage. And I think still people are going to, it's hard to break old habits, right? We're so ingrained that like running backs are important. That used to be the NFL. Remember when they'd go over like the hundred yard rushers and there used to be like 10 of them. Now there's like two or three, like yeah, every week is not job. as many as there used to be. Um, so I think it's one of those things that it's, it's a habit that people, are having a hard time breaking because they still want to believe in a way that it's always been when you look at it and you look at all the receiver performances, like receivers are out producing running backs on an average every week and more consistently um, than running backs are. So it's, I, you know, I don't think, again, I don't think it'll be next year's class because of the talent coming in, but it's something that I am being more cognizant of because I used to lean like, Oh, running back until like last year, I was like, Oh, I could take this guy or I could take Jamar chase yeah. at one Oh five in a super flex. Yeah. And I took chase. Um, because it's something that I've been trying to 
do differently. Yeah, the 2024 class, I think, will be more of a switch because you're going to have Marvin Harrison Jr. come in, who I think is elite. And the, there'll be other younger guys coming in. The, the receivers in college, though, it just seems like like I, it, I'm going to go from example, Big Ten. They're all about running and defense. Like the defensive players are getting stronger and faster, which is making it harder for running backs. And now, like especially with the rules in the NFL, wide receivers are winning very easily, and running backs are just getting stuffed behind the line because even offensive linemen aren't progressing as quickly. There's as a lot of bad offensive lines in the league. Yeah, like all these stud guys we all thought were going to be good, even this year's class, like Evan Neal, like they're not looking great, and yeah. that's. That's a struggle with it, but, but yeah, uh, I mean, anything else about the the Cincy game? Joe Mixon, we're 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 trading, right? We're all agreeing we're we should try to trade I, him. I the use the usage is great. I think it. I think he'll still be fine. Okay, for Joe Mixon, I, I mean, you're gonna sell him low at this point. I think he's the usage is good. I think he'll end up being fine. They're using him more in the pass game than they have in the past. I think he's he's one of those players where it's not going to surprise me in a week or two, if he turns it around and he's a consistent, you know, hundred yard from scrimmage guy and scoring a touchdown every week. Okay. All right. I'm going to bring up Kenny Pickett because he played today. He, okay. I, I watched a lot of his game because I am a Kenny Pickett believer. I do believe he is good. Um, Kenny Pickett looked great. He threw three picks. Now I want to tell you what one pick was on the hail Mary. It, yeah. They weren't the all game. on him. The other pick that he threw was a deep play. Chase Claypool got his hand on. Should have caught it, but Claypool has stunk. And the oh, other inter- the other one was a drop by either Claypool or George Pickens that went right through his hands, and it slid right through, right to the defender. All three interceptions were not on Pickett, but Pickett was 10 for 13. Like, just coming in cold, did not realize he was going to start, and Tomlin said, okay, I'm done. Like, Tomlin saw Trubisky playing. It was like nothing. He brought so much energy in that game, and I did they, not. Their notice. offense was dead up yeah. until they brought him in, and then they brought him in. And Pickens, here he is, hundred yards, hundred yards, six catches. Like Pickens is an elite receiver, and and what have we been saying, Doug, on here? Once Pickett comes in, Pickens is going to dominate. They got that they, rapport. They got the rapport, and why not? Hey, this dude over here, six three. 205 pounds and can leap out of the building super athletic and has that dog my ball mentality mm-hmm. i'm going to give him the ball like deontay's a fine player he, he's good i don't think he's got those elite traits it was all volume so for me pickens i think is going to be i, I just i disagree on deontay i think he's a damn good football player i oh, think uh, you know he I just don't... barely missed a touchdown today yeah um you know i was really when we talk about tight ends and we talk about usage and target percentage pat fryermuth stud stud absolute stud you know his target percentage is over 20 percent on the season i love to see it even with trubisky and moving to pick it it doesn't matter fryermuth is very very good and i i remember yeah um, i knew you're gonna bring this up <laughs> i remember when you were like oh kyle pitts and i said oh kyle pitts went for 600 dollars in an auction i got fryermuth for 60 at 10 percent of the cost and i yeah. said i would not be surprised at the end of their careers if pat fryermuth had a better career than kyle pitts did and so, I know it's early, but I love to bring this up because you are so drooling from the mouth about Kyle I Pitts. I still am. Like, I know I, you I are. Same. And, and the thing is... The, it's the coming. Thing is, I know it. It's No, it, it, that's not the only thing that's coming for Atlanta. Ritter is coming very soon. Mariota played like balls. He he wanted... He <laughs> wanted like balls? He like, wanted to give the Browns the win. Like He was trying, it seemed, to yeah. give them the win. There was a couple dropped interceptions. He threw a pick to Ward, and then he fumbled. And thank God his athleticism saved him because he picked it back up and threw it away to mm-hmm. save them. But man, he was—I think Marriott was seven for nineteen. Mm-hmm. It was not good at all. He I got cute. I got cute and started him over Russell Wilson in uh, our comic book. League. He he looked terrible, and this offense is rolling. That's the thing. This offense looks awesome. They just need. A little more oomph from that. They need a guy like room. they need a guy like Calvin Ridley. Oh damn it! <laughs> hey, hey, next year. Next year, <laughs> but uh, trade him. Oh, I hope so. But to <laughs> so the Patriots. The, the thing is, everyone says that. The thing is, we don't need him. Is Ritter in this <laughs> offense will be just like Pickett? Everybody's like, oh, Mariota's good. Once Ritter comes in, the whole don't team's going to be behind. Yeah, the whole team will be behind him. It'll bring energy. 
Like I said, Tyler Algier showed life today. 10, hey, for, 80, 10 for 84, I think, and then caught one pass for 20. Mm-hmm. Like, Algier looks spry, which... Yeah, Atlanta's I, offense was in it, and Drake London didn't do anything today. Or Pitts. No, or Pitts. L- London, yeah. had, London had a play that he had a big catch and was called back due to face mask. Like, mm. he... He had a he had a big play that was called back. Pitts, he got hit. Uh, Mariota threw it behind him a, a bunch of times. Like Mariota was off in, on Pitts, but Pitts, they just need to keep feeding him the ball. I know London, I think got seven targets. Pitts, I want to say four or five, mm-hmm. four. But yeah, um, I I love the look at this offense. Arthur Smith has done a great job with oh, he has a lot of stuff. He sucks, but, dude. I'm just down bad. I'm just down bad. I just don't think he does. Like, you take this group of I'm guys and put him in Chicago, Chicago wouldn't score any points. <laughs> you put Fields with Arthur Smith, Fields will look like an all-pro, I think. Maybe. I'm just sad, man, because Kyle Pitts has not done anything. He ha- He's had one game. Besides block. My issue is is the red zone. Every time I see him on the sideline in the red zone when they're from the five, why is Kyle Pitts not in? Why is this guy that's that is a huge difference maker not in six foot and, six? And Arthur Smith, I just I'll, I'll give it a little time when Arthur Smith gets a call from uh, our owner. You know he the old ass up there in the booth and hey kicking him out of here. No, either you play him or we'll have a talk. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure nobody wants to talk to him. But yeah, this Atlanta team. I think Ritter. If you don't have Ritter and you're kind of looking for a cheaper quarterback buy, a, a, a thrift shop buy where you could maybe get something and then go to American Ew. Pickers and sell it for a lot more, this would be the guy, Desmond Ritter, because you saw what happened to Pickett. Pickett's price just shot up. Now Ritter's going to do the same thing in, I would say, two more weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Corey, what do you got from today? Oh, of everything. I mean, Damian Pierce looks like he has the full trust of the Houston Texans. He's got six passes for eight yards, I think. He's hey, still at, he's still good. got six receptions. If you're in a PPR league, baby. Um, but he's or getting the, the touches. Cook. It's pretty cool to see. I mean, I I'm taking a big L on him, but I'm happy to see that he has worked out for his NFL career here through week four and every week just getting a little bit better. Yeah, the Chargers almost chargered again. They were so, up. They were up a bunch in that game, and then Houston yeah. started to crawl back. It was nice to see Brandon Cook score fantasy points again. Speaking mm. of Nico, speaking of rookies, big. speaking oh, of rookies that, rookie. uh, like Damian Pierce, how you took a big L on. My yep. big L would be on Chris Olave. Mm. Yep. I I did not believe he could be a true alpha receiver. I Chris watched Olave. all that game. Oh. I watched all that game in Las Vegas. Olave. But uh, <laughs> nice. I like that. <laughs> But he demanded targets, and when he was playing, and you know they're without Michael Thomas, you kind of expect the ball to go to him, which a true elite receiver, an alpha, would demand, and yeah. that's what I saw. He created Seven separation. Reception. He he, you know, or another targets. big fantasy day. I think it was like sixteen some points. But yeah, the Olave is the future one there. Yeah, he had, a, he had a beautiful play late in the game where it looks like it was the target was for another receiver, and you can see yep. Olave come out of freaking nowhere, nowhere to catch yeah. it on the sideline. I was like, whoa. It was like, it was Love just it. weird because he came out of like, it's like out of the picture and then in the picture. And I was like, yep. oh, damn. Yeah. Olave's, yeah, he's, he's played really, really well. It'd be interesting um, because, you know, he had all the air yards. So you could see like the breakout coming, which happened last week. So you could feel it coming. And we talked about that with Traylon Burks earlier. Um, it'll be interesting once because Jameis and Andy Dalton obviously have a different mentality. Jameis is like, I'll throw the deep ball and don't care. YOLO ball, right? Like the old Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, and once Michael Thomas is healthy, I think that's, um, that'll only help Alave, um, because he's a really crisp route runner and he can do a lot of different things. But like when we talk like big plays and like a weekly, a weekly winner, Alave has that potential to pop off kind of like Amari Cooper used to. Um, and he still does, but uh, like Amari Cooper used to have those huge games, like, you know, eight for 160 and a touchdown. And then next week it was like two for 30. Um, so there may be some, I'm hoping Olave is a little bit more consistent uh, instead of up and down. And I could see that being in his skill set, especially with Jameis at quarterback. I want to talk about uh, Josh Jacobs. So obviously Las Vegas finally getting a win. They were 0 3 going into this oh, week. Wow. 
Josh McDaniels had his one-on-one with the haircut himself, Mark Davis, which had to be so awkward. What do you think? What do you think? A little more off the sides? So, or? Josh, uh, I didn't bring you in here to be 0-3. We went to the playoffs last year. Uh, and Bill Belichick's like, I hope you suck, McDaniels, because you can come back as the OC and the Raiders will be paying your salary because that's what the Pats do. Um, anywho, so Josh Jacobs ran Smith. maybe some of the best football I've ever seen him play today. He looked great. He was getting through small spaces. His shiftiness was good. He looked like he was just Alabama, super fresh and Alabama, healthy. Alabama, Josh Jacobs. Running Jacobs, back Jacobs looked great today. He had two touchdowns. He had over 25 carries. He he was really their offense today. I mean, I know Devontae added up, ended up with 100 yards. But other than that, Matt Collins was a thing last week. He's your, you know, your, your suntan guy or your spray tan guy from last week. And we'll get into that more next week. But And Darren Waller continues to disappoint. I'm concerned with Darren Waller because, you know, the team paid him big money. They restructured his contract. They made him a top five paid tight end. But his usage has been doo-doo, like, so far. It's been all Devontae in the passing game with no with no Renfro. And Waller hasn't done much of anything. But I think that everyone's fears about Josh Jacobs going into the season, everyone had him as a sell, right? They're like, they're going to split the backfield. They drafted Zamir White. Um, but they have committed to Josh Jacobs. So if you, if you went out and bought Josh Jacobs in the off season or you held I think that looking at it now with his usage through the season was a really smart move and he looks great. So, and, and I think Josh Jacobs is one of those guys where he gets like, he's, he's injury prone. He doesn't miss a lot of games. Does he get dinged up? Yes, he does. Kind of like Lamar Miller. He'll miss a series or two and then he'll be fine. Um, but Josh Jacobs, man, I loved what I saw today. Uh, and I, ha- I think I only roster him in, in one league and on that same roster, my, my only two starting running backs are Miles Sanders and Josh Jacobs. So I was partying with my pants off today. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. Partying like it's ni- 2019, I think mm-hmm. was their draft class. Uh, let's go on the other side of the ball and talk about, uh, the Broncos. 18. Ugh. It was 18. The Broncos. Not great. Like Russ looks cooked. And I would say I'd compare the two quarterbacks the same. Russ, they had they had him ranked at like quarterback nine or so, and, and Carr was quarterback fifteen or so. I would put them a lot closer now than we think. I think they're they're the the quarterbacks where you try to make them look good for prom, like oh we'll take off the glasses. Nope, nothing's helping these. You're not, they're not going to win prom queen. We'll put a nice king. handkerchief in your pocket, you know, yeah. pocket square. See if that jazzes it up. Nope, no, it's not. It's not. And, and Russ. I don't know if it's Hackett or Russ, but uh, from what I'm hearing from Cecil Lammy is Russ needs to grow a pair and just do what he does because Peyton with Adam Gase, he said Peyton with Adam Gase did his own thing. Peyton was the offensive coordinator. So Russ needs to kind of be like, I'm sorry, Hackett. I'm going to run. I'm going to, I'm going to make plays and just improv. That's what he needs to do but they're not letting him do it. And Russ is kind of just being like, oh, thank you for the money. I will do what I'm told. Yeah, I think that obviously we looked at the AFC West, right? And we were like, man, this division is going to be a series of shootouts. There's going to be fantasy goodness all over the place. Not really. Not so far. I mean, obviously the Chiefs are having a nice night tonight. Um, but when you look at the the Raiders have been disappointing as a team and from a scoring standpoint, we look at Denver, like we all thought we were going to get massive seasons out of Sutton and he scored today, which was nice. Judy, Albert Okawebunam. Nothing. Albert, OMG, where is Albert, he? oh my God, yeah. Uh, I would say if you're smart, I'm going to give a shout out to James. If you're a savvy dynasty owner. Here it is, yeah. Try and go get Greg Dolchich. Because Albert O ain't it. He only ran, did he run, run one route today? I don't know. I don't care. I'm dropping him I right now. I think I saw one route is what he ran. They were starting Eric Seibert, Atlanta Falcon legend, former yes, Patriot practice squatter, was getting more work then Albert Okawebunam. I don't know what the deal is there. Very, very interesting. But try and go and get Greg Dolchich if you can. He's on IR now, but he should be back next he's week. An, he's an athlete. He could make. He could be a little extra oomph in this offense. Hundred percent. I'm about to go drop him for Daniel Bellinger. Yeah, my guy Bellinger. Yes. Yeah. He he looks. Like so hopefully he's... no one's watching. I mean, do we want to talk about anything about this game and how god awful? Fields isn't it? Are we all agreeing? Fields is not right. No, for this team. my heart says no, man, but my head says yes. I think the situation is just bad. I agree. I think he's a fine player, and he can grow better in a different situation. Like I said, with Atlanta, 
he would be an upgrade to Mariota right now, and it'd be a better situation. Mm-hmm. But he, I don't know if it's just the fact that this team has shown everything possible that I'm sorry, you're not our guy. We're gonna find our guy next year. And I mean, this could be a Josh Rosen situation where it's just like, oh, we'll trade you for a second next year, mm-hmm. maybe probably even a third, and then we'll we'll see what happens. But it's sad almost. Yeah, you hate to see it, man. I mean, the talent's there, but it just needs to be developed and exploited out. So his accuracy is really bad. I will say that he has deep ball. I mean, because he's always he's always running for his life. He that deep ball to Mooney was great. Like it was was perfect. Great catch, catch. But I mean, his accuracy, anything closer than thirty yards from thirty yards or closer. Just remember, we said the same thing about Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. So I think there's still a chance for Justin Fields if he gets with the right. I don't think it's a. I think he just needs to be. I would love to say the coaching staff that's there now, like they showed in the off season that they didn't invest anything in the offense. They didn't invest anything on the offensive line. They didn't invest anything for playmakers. If anything, they let Allen Robinson go, which is fine. He might be washed. But like they didn't add, they they pretty much got like all your dynasty castoffs from years ago. Equinemia St. Brown, Dante Pettis, Byron Pringle. These are Why guys you that you me? rostered in like 28 man leagues. Like that's what they did for him. They relied on Mooney and Komet, and Komet's been he hasn't done anything, which hurts my heart because he I has love been Cole open. Komet. He has been open a good yeah. amount. Um I mean, luckily they got Khalil Herbert on that team. Yeah. Because he's I love Khalil Herbert. He's as the know, future. Tyler. He's the future, and uh, here's here's what I think they should do. Fields, get traded to Minnesota for a second or third next year. In, in division? In, I mean, Minnesota traded. Well, Chicago Green doesn't Bay. care. They're not going to yeah, be competitive. Chicago does not care. Uh, go to Minnesota because I will tell you what, Kirk Cousins did not look great today. It did not look pretty for there was, for him. There was MVP chatter about Cousins before the season. and Yeah. <laughs> There was Super Bowl <laughs> chatter about Minnesota. Sure. Hey, at and least Jefferson came back to like believe in your city. Jefferson. <laughs> Jefferson came back because it was like the first quarter and he was nowhere. Mill carton. And he caught three passes in a row. And finally Kirk's like, huh. Maybe I just throw good. to this guy. And also Jefferson finally spoke up because once again in the red zone, Kirk Cousins is glued to Adam Thielen. And a play didn't work when he was going to Adam Thielen. And Jefferson was wide open in the back corner of the end zone. And Jefferson finally lost it on Cousins a little bit. Was like jumping around, getting upset, and and, and said something. Like, that's what he needed to do. And it the rest of the game was like, okay, Jefferson, here you go. And, and look, it works. And Delvin Cook, never take off the shoulder brace. <laughs> Why would you? They said... They said during the game that he took it off because he felt comfortable that he was strong enough, but he's going to wear it the rest of the season. Strong enough to have continuous shoulder problems, but he, whatever. He's gonna, he said he's going to wear it the rest of the season and possibly longer than that. Why not? Why not? <laughs> right. I mean, if it's or just not get that, surgery in the off season, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it, for for me, it's like I mean, hey, the season will be over end of December, so yeah, <laughs> who, who knows? Sorry. But all right, who else are we going to talk about? Lions and Seahawks and how? Oh, that was a. Fun game. The two best fantasy football quarterbacks right now played in this game. I, I, I'll, I'll go over Detroit. Detroit, so, uh, you know, no Amon Ra, no DeAndre Swift, no DJ Chark. I no picked problem. up Josh Reynolds in a couple of redraft leagues because I know him and Goff, and it paid off. He was a caught top, enough, I think. I think, he was a, touchdown. I think he was a wide receiver one this week so far. Um, you know, Jamal Williams was the chalk play in DFS. He paid off. Rashad Penny had a great game. He popped off against Detroit last year in the playoffs and helped people win leagues. Um, but yeah, Goff looked good. TJ oh, Hawkinson, wow. it was nice. Nice seeing him. He looked amazing. He did look amazing. <laughs> and I was against him in a league, and I was, but I also started him. I did a late swap. I took out Russell Gage. I put in Hawkinson, and it paid off huge, huge. Um, so I had to watch Hawkinson hurt me. And then obviously, you know, that's the thing. When you play in too many leagues, this happens all the time. Um, but Hawkinson looked what we've always wanted Hawkinson to be. And he's probably been one of the more frustrating dynasty assets in his yeah. career through the first four years. Um, so you love to see that. And Goff played well. You know, he only had one turnover. So I, I thought the Lions, they play the Patriots next week. It's not going to stop. The Pats defense, they did play well against Green Bay today. 
Um, but I think that Detroit is going to be fantasy goodness even without Swift and Amon Ra. Now, obviously, it would be better with those two guys in there because they're both elite talents. And by the way, Amon Ra is up to the wide receiver four in startups. Yeah, jaw Insane. Drop. <laughs> Insane. That, okay. I love Amon Ra Why? as much as the next guy, but Why? sheesh. It makes no sense to me. It's bonkers. Uh, and, they're and prisoners can, of the moment, let's be can honest. I, can I say something? I do think Goff has found a home. Mm. They're not losing because of him. They are not losing because the of defense, him. The defense. The defense. 100% Goff fits perfect in this offense. He is the perfect play in this offense. And honestly, if they were to try to, quote-unquote, upgrade like they the 49ers did with Trey Lance, trying to get like a more mobile quarterback, I don't think this offense would thrive. Goff needs to play action, and this team runs the ball so well behind this offensive line. Yep. Why not keep this salary pay your offensive linemen when they're coming up and just roll with golf at 25, 30 mil a year. That yeah. is the play. He, he's still on a contract for two more years at 20 million. Yeah. And which and is affordable not, in the market. hundred percent. Like why not do that? Because you're going to have a, like they played right. Reg now they, they paid yeah. him. Um, Decker is he, I think he, they, pay, they paid him. But there's going to be some players coming off. Yeah, the they got books. Sewell for another yep. few years. Swift, Swift. I mean, if they if if he holds up, I'm I love Swift like we talked about, but his injuries are racking up. Like he's missing a and lot they, of time. And we're we're watching the Detroit Lions score a bunch of points, and they haven't even seen Jamison Williams touch the field yet. Oh my God, that is the buy. That is the buy. Mm-hmm. We're God. seeing all these other rookie first rounders, with the exception of Burks, although there are some, there were some encouraging statistics there. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing all these other first round guys pop in the first four weeks, off and on, and looking encouraging. Jamison Williams in that offense, yeah, like I, I like that quite a bit. If they can work on the, they needed a, they needed a stop on on uh, third down, and Rashad Penny ran it, and the effort that that deep, and it's not the effort. I don't want to say it's the effort. But they got that first down so easily. I was like, oh, this defense. Like, it's the yep. defense is the problem. The offense can put up points against anyone. Um, yeah. Did but Seattle, yeah. Gino. Let's talk about Gino. Upgrade. What a revelation. He's better than Russ. Oh, statistically. It's, it's, yeah, not even, it's not even close. And I think they have a better record than the Broncos. No, the Broncos, I think, are 2-2. Two and 2-2 two. Two and two now. Yeah. But not pretty 2-2. Two and two. The Seahawks have a pretty two and two. Like they have shown us, we thought these guys would be in the mix for the first overall pick. We thought they were going to be bad, bad. Yeah, and honestly, could you see the Broncos pick being earlier than the Seattle Seahawks pick? <sighs> Probably. Have, they have the Broncos pick, and especially if they lost Javante. Mm. These be. these two tackles they drafted. Are I think their PFF grades are top. Like they're very cross very is good. very good. And yeah. and the third round pick is one of the best right tackles in the game right now. Like they're building in the trenches like they did before. Gino's getting time like he didn't with the Jets. And I mean we should talk about the the Jets quarterback now and how much of a poo poo he is. But uh, yeah, Gino's getting time to throw. He's got weapons like DK. You know, took a dump all over the Lions today. <laughs> Uh, and Lockett's still giving you solid production. Yeah, we, we thought he would do piece. nothing. Uh, it's just you know, it's interesting. They use the tight ends in that offense. You know, we see Disley, Parkinson, Fant, except for Fant. He got a um, touchdown. Do you think he's on the sideline? Like he saw Hawkinson go off, and he's like, "Please, please, Pete, please." And, and now George Kittle's like, "Monday night, I would tight end. Yeah. Let's go. It's my turn. <laughs> tight end University." Dallas uh, Clark. I, I am trying to with this game with Rashad Penny popping off um, in leagues that I don't own Ken Walker. Uh, I am tr maybe making some offers for Ken Walker because it's just a matter. We all know it's just a matter of time before Rashad Penny gets hurt. And then it's wheels up for Ken Walker because Travis Homer's on IR. We know DJ Dallas ain't it. Um, so I love Ken Walker. I've, I've, I've held him in a couple of redraft leagues because I know the day's coming where I don't want to have to blow a bunch of fab to pick him up. I want to have him on my roster already um, because I know the penny is like this, this team is run blocking pretty well. Uh, so it's just a matter of time before Walker, you know, takes over when yeah. Penny gets hurt. So. Yeah. Pen penny. He looked all right. He had open holes to run through. 
he he didn't look, really look shifty, but we all know who Penny is. He's a guy who finds a hole, straight straight line runner. He's a bowling ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not gonna. Sh- he's 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 Tevin. Coleman he's not gonna juke 20. anybody. Yeah. He's Tevin Coleman with twenty extra pounds. <laughs> That's completely fair. Absolutely. But man, talking about Jameson Williams, that is the buy. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to do. One hundred percent. All right. Um, I do want to go over a couple more. Um, Nick Chubb is very good. I just want to mention that. I just saw that. <laughs> he continues uh, to be elite. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, he's so good. Oh. Wow. Uh, the Cardinal Cardinals versus Panthers. Let's talk about how bad these teams look. <laughs> so yeah. the the Cardinals. I'll I'll just real quick. The Cardinals in the first half of this year, all their games are the worst team in the NFL mm-hmm. offensively. They make it all up in the second half. It's crazy. Go ahead, Corey. No, I was just going to be noting on just how Cliff needs to go. Yes, for sure. Stiff for Kingsbury. Sure. Him and uh, Murray, <laughs> they got an altercation on the sideline too. Good. Uh, it was reported at least. Uh, just this play calling was horrible. I mean, Rondale Moore came back. He had three receptions for 11 yards. I don't know. I don't know. As Greg Dorch is getting down in the field targets when he's gone. I it, it makes no sense to me. Like, hey, I've got this elite player in Rondell Moore who I drafted in the second round. I'm actually going to use. They Greg also Dorch. drafted Andy Isabella in the second round. Is, and Christian Kirk. And Christian see Kirk. what happens after five years. Yeah, maybe if Rondell Moore can move on. Ooh, here we go. Yeah, see, uh, that's the that's the dynasty buy. But for Rondell. me, I, I agree. This is all cliff. Because Kyler, when he's kind of in that stubborn, I, I screw it, I'm going, he's good. He produces in fantasy. He had 12 rushes finally. He was using his legs. It, it's Cliff that's holding him back. It, it's it's yeah. obvious. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't know what their defense is doing, but offensively, Brown and Ertz, they're, or Ertz is at least being pretty quiet, having a nice productive season, and Brown has been just getting three straight targets games over 10 so i'm gonna be curious in week seven or whatever when, when uh, hopkins, hopkins comes, back. comes back he is the i'm telling you once hopkins was out last year he is the cog in the machine that makes it go we all hope so because this this offense needs a boost also the jj watt news scary all as right. hell like he's like i'm playing no big deal like the dude's heart was just out of rhythm he was out dead, of sorts literally for a little bit because that's what yeah. they got to do to you yeah, and, and that that's scary. like that's scary to think about. Like the dude's laying there, gets up. All right, where are we at in practice? Yeah. <laughs> Back to work. You know, there was a, the evil part of me thought that like there was no story leak, and he just said it himself to get attention because that's kind of what he does a little bit. So, anywho. Yeah, I didn't yeah. hear about it until he said so. Yeah, yeah, that was like the evil part of me. It was like, is this just yeah. a, like a look at me? Because everybody's I don't know, paying attention to are... my brother. Still this is bullshit. <laughs> happy to hear he's okay though. Yes, hundred percent. Because the. There's two things that scare the crap out of me. It's your brain and your heart. And something that happens to those two things is like instant. Boom. You're done. And that's scary to think about. But whew. Um, the Panthers. It's Sam Darnold when he comes back, right? <laughs> it has to be, right? They got to give him a try. I wish uh, the rookie quarterback was not injured. Nine, nine batted passes against Baker today. Really? Nine. Okay. At least DJ Moore top 50 yards, and that was 50 yards exactly for the first time this season. McCaffrey finally got McCaffrey volume, but he can't run the ball. Did you see the touchdown where he was literally running from, like, the 15-yard line with his hand in the air to Baker to, like, throw it to me? And Baker (laughs) threw it to him, and he caught it. No. And and thank God McCaffrey caught it in, like, triple coverage. But he had to, like, put his hand up for Baker to, like, yo, yo, I'm open. I just torched this linebacker. It was like it was one of those things where I was like Baker just ain't it. No, nope. he's not it. No, and, and Matt I, Rule he needs to be the no, first coach out of here. He yes. always looks like they they showed him on the sideline like five times. It always looks like he's sniffing farts. He's like <laughs> on the sideline the whole time. He's like Pete Carroll chewing gum, but he's you sniffing want, farts. You don't know like, why? Because he's a shitty coach. Because he stinks, and, and he and he stinks, and he that smell is you, buddy. It's oh. you. <laughs> Yeah, him shitting his pants in games. Uh, That's what's happening. Yeah, he's going full DK, but not taking the cart. He's just standing there. He signed a seven-year contract. Yeah, and he has control. Seven years. He's doing a good job with this defense if it is him. Like, this defense is good. Oh, yeah, the defense is very good. They're not allowing a ton of points. They're not allowing huge plays. Like, 
They've it been in games, but it's not yeah. because of the offense. It wasn't until at this point give, Shin got hurt. Give Terrace Marshall a shot, will you? Like, please. But he's better than what you have. <laughs> Robbie I'm, Anderson has one big game, and he doesn't do anything. Like, I haven't said it for almost a year, but I'm excited for Sam Darnold to come back to maybe boost this offense. <laughs> When does he come back? Um, he's out of walking boot 24 days ago, four to six weeks, August 26th. So do the math. Probably relatively soon. soon. Probably probably week five. He, he's on IR. They can probably that's get him off week. IR. Yeah, he can get him off IR week five. They're bye weeks, week 13. So that's probably too far to wait. Yeah, it's got to be soon. Because Baker, Baker's not it. PJ Walker is still there, yes. Oh, and PJ Walker ain't it. He ain't like, it. <laughs> no, but it's such a good story, though, at least. Yeah. I mean, everybody loves those stories. Uh, I, I do want to talk about the Jets because we're talking about shitty quarterbacks. Zach Wilson. He all I heard, it. all I heard. On good the comeback broadcast, drive, though. All I heard on the broadcast was Zach Wilson making really good throws. He looks very good today. And I'm watching the same game, and all I'm hearing from the other announcer is like, oh, that's an errant throw by Zach Wilson. Oh, that one was picked off. Ooh, that's a bad throw by Zach Wilson. Ooh, Zach Wilson missed an open receiver here. Like, it was Jekyll and Hyde of the announcers, and I'm sitting there watching the game, sitting there. He's not good. Like, he missed – like, Garrett Wilson, I thought, was going to bust his knees up because Garrett Wilson had to turn back for a catch. He missed the catch, and Garrett Wilson was in the air, and I'm like, oh, God, here we go. This is going to suck. And he just doesn't lead anybody. And, and it's the same I, – I, I like Andy Dalton, but what I saw today was Andy Dalton fires him in. Like, he's like, I'm the red rifle, and he chucks him in from 10 yards. Zach Wilson's the same thing. He just chucks him in. He doesn't care how far you are. He's going to rifle them in and be like, yeah, I got arm strength. I can throw it hard. Like, he's got no touch to it. All of his deep balls look like they're going to get picked off. It, it's it's not great. And he's hurting this whole offense. Brees Hall, that touchdown, was a man of a touchdown. It was awesome to see. Yeah, Hall looked he, good. His usage was yeah. Outstanding. He's going to turn into a stud here soon. Yes, I've been trying he, to get him. He'll be a, he'll be a top three dynasty RB by the end. I got of him year. from Tyler for James Cook. It was great. <laughs> that was in like July. <laughs> that doesn't make it any better, man. <laughs> you don't make it any better. <laughs> it's a it's a fun league. It's free. I just want my guy it's free. back off. Okay, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but I yeah, give you a second round pick on that deal. It's fine. But oh, okay. Yeah. And it's it a six team okay. league, so the second round's actually first. Yeah, it's a mm. it's a bragging rights best ball. It's not, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, this <laughs> this game, the fact that he came back, this is Zach Wilson to a T. He's so bad, but he shows the coaches and staff moments where it's like, well, we got to play this guy, right? And yeah. oh man, like we were so too. close to having Flacco back if he would have never had this with game decent when quarterback play. This offense could be as fun as the Lions. Yeah, I, that's I fun. Agree. I like that. Think about yeah. it. With Flacco, I am thinking fun. about it, man. It's nice. I mean, Flacco's, minus Hawkinson, but Conklin's been nice. Flacco's not a good quarterback, one. and Flacco made this offense fun to use in fantasy. Zach Wilson's back. You can't use anybody but Brees Hall now. Corey Davis. Hey, Elijah Moore had 53 yards, first time above 50. Corey Davis. <laughs> Corey Davis is, yeah, three games over 10 points. The the catch, Corey Davis saved Cutting Zach your... Wilson on that game-winning drive. Like, he, he was literally on the ground Conklin getting the ball. <laughs> Yeah. How did oh, Braxton do? Oh wait, Zach Wilson caught a touchdown. He caught it. He caught he a did. touchdown. They do did not the... forget that part of his game. They did the Philly Philly. Um, and he actually has now more touchdowns in New York than Kenny Galladay. More receptions, probably too. More reception touchdowns in New also, York. Also, I want to talk about how Clyde Edwards-Helaire had six carries and one catch and two touchdowns. The he streak continues. Touchdown dependent and Hilaire. a goal line carry. He touchdown. is efficient. With the touchdowns and the haters are hating. I I'm I'm not on Corey. He's outscoring Jonathan Jonathan Taylor this year. That's for sure. Pacheco Isaiah Pacheco looks really good, busting off five eight yard runs. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, like Mahomes is Mahomes again. He's the best quarterback ever. Brady's trying to keep up. Apparently, Mike Evans. We saw in the chat by a friend of ours, Damon. That had Mike a nice Evans tutty. had his two touchdowns today. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mike Evans. How's Godwin uh, doing? I was up by like twenty three for thirty. To Pete in UDPL, and uh, he has Mike Evans and Clyde Edwards-Helaire. So I am oh, done. See you later. I am <laughs> done. It was fun. 
And you know, if you lost this week, there's still time next week. You can go on Underdog. Check it out. You can download the app on the Google Play Store, the Apple Store. I actually played some underdog this week. I did some of the prop bets, the over-unders, you know, Jamal Williams versus Rashad Penny. Who's going to have more rushing yards? Penny was the favorite by like 30. I picked Jamal, so I won on that one. I bet $5 to win 100. I hit three out of the five, so I didn't win anything. But if I hit all five, I could have made an easy 100 bucks. It's a really fun game to play. If you don't like the traditional like FanDuel, DraftKings, and you want to do more of like a prop bets, you can do that. You can also do quick drafts. I did one of those for the uh, for the London game, Saints and Vikings. So you draft every every t- offensive skill player except for quarterbacks is available. It's a three-team draft, so you draft against two other people. You have a roster of four players. I did one of those. It was looking good when I had Madison and Mark Ingram score, but then whoever drafted Justin Jefferson ended up winning that one. Um, but that was a lot of fun. So there's different ways to play DFS like you've never seen before on underdog.com. And right now when you use code DHH and deposit up to $100, they will match it right away. So if you put 100, you get 200. Just take what you put in and double it. It's easy mm. math. If you need help with it, you can you can at me and I'll help you with the math. It's free money for something you're going to play anyway. So check it out. And if you don't like, if you would just want to play more than NFL, you can do MLB as well. Uh, and they'll have some different options for hockey and basketball, I believe, as well, coming up. So once again, it's code DHH for your deposit, up to $100 match on Underdog. Underdoge. I, I do have one more thing before we leave. We forgot in the injury segment, Rashad Bateman did leave boot. with a uh, in a walking boot, so we will have to see what happened there. What was up with Mark Andrews today? Stinker. What was up with Lamar Jackson? Uh, honestly, the Philly game and the Bills game, weather, it sucked. Yeah, and I am turning into team. Wasn't it sunny? I'm turning nah. into team dome. Put I domes should, on. All I should teams. watch the game. Team Put domes dome. on everything. I'm team <laughs> dome. I'm team dome too, bro. But but you know. artificial, not art, not artificial. I want real grass. Real grass, artificial turf, yeah. no good. I wonder if the NFL will eventually do that, just because it makes watching it fun, and that's what they want their viewership to have is fun. No, because they want money. The, that's all they the care nostalgia. about. Nostalgia. The Green Bay nostalgia, the the winter the, the games. Winter. Um, I mm. do. I did hear on the Pat McAfee show that Von Miller is creating. It's called like a super grass. It's a mix of artificial turf and real grass. Marijuana. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that might be how he found it. Like everyone get contact. Scoring's up ten percent. <laughs> a mix of real grass and artificial. It's just like pick a side, you know. Injuries. Injuries are 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 lower because everybody feels great. <laughs> yeah, oh, I rolled my ankle. I don't feel a damn thing. I don't Let's feel go. anything. I feel great. I feel happy. You happy? I'm running happy. around. It's like like flopping around left and right. Like I got Every, it. everybody's shaking hands. On well, the Mike, I think that player might have a broken leg, but he's still out there. He's making plays. <laughs> Trey Lance would have just gotten up and started throwing passes again. Oh my god! The, but the, yeah, the safety thing's out the window. Apparently, he he's he fi- figured out like this mix of the grasses and it's a lot safer than the turf because there's an issue with turf it's made of pillows and there's issues with uh regular grass when the weather kicks in but oh cool that's cool yeah. good for the yeah. team that he hired to do that yeah i mean he i mean he's got a little bit of money to throw around he's also yeah. he's also a good farmer yeah good for him good i for... saw it on cribs of the nfl or something he's a good like guy that. he's a good guy <laughs> no that's cool shout out to the new grass Yes, the nude absolutely. grass. The nude grass. <laughs> it could be a different color: green grass, nude grass, or be like Boise what, State. Yeah, Boise State. Let's just put red. It has to be the color of your team logos. That'd be interesting. Black grass. True. All right, boys. Purple. If anybody has anything? It's like wrap this thing up. Put a nice bow on it. And GTFO H. So that's what I say. So we're gonna wrap it up on Dynasty Happy Hour. Uh, we'll be back next week with those fun segments that Tyler talked about. Uh, so for me, your host, Doug Eddy, for Corey Spala. Spala? Spala? Spala, man. Thank hey, you so much for saying that right, go. dude. That makes wow. you really happy that, now. That, that, you know, I good. make sure my I'm pronunciations really happy, dude. are pretty good. I, you, know, I, you know, I don't think Alfredo is Italian like Tyler does with some of our <laughs> guests. Um, <laughs> Alfredo Brown. Oh, I thought you, I was like, chicken Alfredo's, I think it's Italian. No, we had Alfredo Brown. <laughs> Alfredo's on. cool. Like, oh, you must be Italian. He's like, why? Because my name's Alfredo. Didn't and realize made... it was a first name thing, but you know what? Yeah. Doug He's is good Doug is German. I'm g- mostly Greek. <laughs> Nailed okay. It. Nailed it. German Greek. They Pick both speak white. And then you could yeah, just say it. Yeah, one has gods, one has Hitler. Whatever. Swedish. <laughs> Scottish even. Tyler, you know, are you oh, Irish? Last, like, last food fact. Did you know that Swedish fish are actually made in Canada? 
No, dude, those are my favorite candies growing up, though. That just ruined it. What about Sour Patch Kids? Do them. Mm. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any stats on Sour Patch. I'm they're not into actual, that type of thing. But if you there's, are, there's actual kids that were sour and bitter, and they just shrunk them down to candies. We've all seen uh, what is it? Sounds what like a that? twisted Willy Wonka to me. What is that fairy tale? The uh, the one where they went to the witch's house and then like Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. the big uh, the terrible big bad wolf. movie, by the way. Hansel. Three little pigs. Oh, Hansel. Yeah. Right. Let's go up. Let's go to, to get cooked by the grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, that's going to wrap us up for Doug, Corey, a- Tyler. We will see you next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour. This is a fantasy football podcast. <laughs>